one hotel room, two strangers. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Erica, the Bibliophile. So we are here for the book that I was talking about last episode, which is Bryson Tion from A Crescent Falls Christmas, which this book was before Casey's Mill book, because if you listen to the episode at the end, so this is Tion's story before hers. So, um... Where do I want to start? I want to talk about the synop. I love short synopsis. Like, I think I have said before, some of y'all give away the whole plot of y'all book and y'all synopsis. They be way too long, which this one was short and simple, as you heard at the beginning of the episode. One hotel room, two strangers. Ooh, I wonder what happened with that. Let's go. And so the story starts off with Tion who is going up the mountain to save her marriage. Now, she's not actually married to her boyfriend, Stefan, but they've been together for a while, and they're, like, hitting a bump in their relationship. She's a traveling chef, like, caterer. Excuse me. So she's gone a lot, and her boyfriend has an attitude about that because he lost his job. Like he used to work, but he lost his job. And I guess after that, he hasn't been able to find anything. So he complains about her working all the time, which is like, skirt, let's pull over right there. Now, as someone in a relationship, because I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of how some people feel like men should be the sole providers because it's not just women that act that way some men feel that way too but if you do lose your job as your partner it's like okay you had us for this long now i got us but that don't mean that you just no longer do anything either because it's like this ain't this man ain't looked for a job or just ain't nothing fell in line because i've said in previous episodes like okay yeah, we grown, but if you can't find a a job in the field that you're looking for, get something part-time. As long as you bring in some type of money, like getting something, because you doing a hundred <clears throat> excuse me, you doing a hundred percent of nothing when you can at least be bringing in a little bit of something, like that makes no sense to me. That's just like in I'm so sorry, uh to go to a different story, but going back to Siobhan and Boss Chicks 3 with uh, Dennis, it's like, okay, you were a low-level drug dealer. You really weren't bringing in that much money anyway, but the fact that you got quote-unquote fired from that job, then you just didn't do anything, and then you harping on your wife about the fact that, oh, you're not helping me get my job back, and I can't make no money doing that. But it's like, you're not making no money, period. So you might as well go and do something else. But anyway, sorry about that. Let's jump back into Tion and Stefan. So, you know, she done booked the cabin that they're going to be staying in, hotel room. Because it's like, it's a work slash holiday with her boyfriend because she's going up there to cater an event. But it's like, the way she does her job, you know, she cooks the food and she goes to set up, but everything is like throwaway. So there's nobody to clean up or nothing like that. So it's very easy. She drops off the food and basically she's done. Um, 
And she's on the phone with her mom telling her mom about, you know, she's about to go and the trip that she's going on. And her mom like, girl, I just don't like, why would you? And of course she's worried about her safety too. Cause there's like a bad storm coming in. So she goes on the phone with her mom. Then her cousin calls. I'm like, girl, I know the fuck you ain't. And she's like, excuse me. She's like, uh, auntie just told me that you going on a trip with that nigga. Like, why are you taking your son? When she called that man her son, oh, I feel like I say, yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Can't even be mad at you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but you know, and it was sad because it felt like Tion, she was fighting for her relationship. Like, she had to defend her boyfriend against her mama and her cousin within the span of like, five minutes and then she's also sitting there herself thinking like damn my relationship my relationship really ain't shit but anyway she's like i'm doing this i'm gonna save my relationship uh this nice little getaway is gonna be exactly what we need boom 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 so uh she uh what was it the day before she saw that he had checked in but he wasn't answering his phone so she sent him a text message like hey i see that you checked in to the hotel already you know i know this is going to be great for us i can't wait to reconnect with you i love you boom 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 man still don't reply but anyway she gets in the car i thought she was gonna have to take like a, a plane or something but no it was literally just a ride so the car service the man she's talking to he's a nice older man and excuse me just making conversation like you know you have holidays with your family and she's like no i'm going to work um i'll see them for new year's and he tells her you know yeah same but my son decides one of his sons decides to spend the holidays alone so uh after he dropped her off he going to check on him and uh he's like you know what do you do she tell him about her uh her what is it catering company lord while i'm drawing blank which is called taste teas which i thought was so cute and like real clever i'm like it's so simple but it's so cute um and so he like oh yeah with the salmon bites like girl you almost got me cussed out by my wife i almost got left that's how good that food was because he kept asking about whatever event it was where her food was there it's like he kept acting like who made these who made these and the wife is like ask one more time about who made them and you can go find a little heifer that made them and uh she's like oh yeah those are our favorite you know they're just having conversation but i thought it was cute because he was like did you not hear me I said, you almost ruined 40 years of marriage with how good that food was. And she's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. He's like, girl, I'm just joking. My wife ain't going nowhere. Like, I wouldn't let her. Um, And so she makes it to the resort. Oh, excuse me. And it's a hassle to even get a key to her room, which I'm not understanding. Because, like, if I book this room and I'm like, I... I'm pretty sure she did or, you know, like would have, like, I got the confirmation that my boyfriend checked in yesterday. So somebody's in the room, give me the key to my room. So she goes up to her room 
And then we're introduced to Bryce. And Bryce is a lawyer who is spending the holidays alone. He had a wife and son who he lost in a terrible car accident. Because as a lawyer, he was working hard on a case. And, you know, uh, his wife and son were leaving to go to his parents' house before him. Like, you know, we'll meet you there when you're done working on this. But it's like almost as soon as they left, he's getting a phone call that they've been in a fatal accident and neither one of them made it. So he feel like he killed his wife and son because he wasn't there with them, which, I mean, you know, when you... You can't talk to people in grief and how they take these things and how they deal with it. Because it's just like, that literally makes no sense. Because the only thing that probably would have changed was you would have died with them. But you're not responsible for their death. But, you know, he hates the holiday season. That's why he's up there. Like, he don't want to spend time with his family. He'll talk to them after. He don't want to see no Christmas decorations. No, none of that. He, nothing truly uh what grinch so he was working out in the gym like really running pushing himself really hard until somebody came in which i found crazy the man was working out in the dark and when at you know it's at the hotel when other people come in and turn the light on he stops staring them down and then walks out which the person apologized like hey man i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt your workout he ignores the man and walks straight past i'm like see that's how y'all get cussed the fuck out because first of all why are you working out in the dark and then when other people come in you looking at them like they answer this not your fucking building and then i'm talking to you like come see you ain't gotta have a full-blown conversation but have some common courtesy you could at least say, oh, no, nah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I was getting ready to leave anyway. Something like that. But just to walk away when somebody's talking to you and ignore them when they're not being rude to you is crazy to me. But anyway, um, so he went to his room to take a shower. Lo and behold, uh, the room that Tion walks into, Bryce is there. And it's the whole, you know, what the fuck you doing? Now, what are you doing? But he is rude, like, right off the bat. He like you in my room she's like no this is my room like what the hell you talking about so anyway they both get down to no they call the manager up she comes into the room and of course it's just like it's a whole mix-up you know we're still trying to get reservations done from either yesterday or earlier this morning so i'm so sorry but there's literally nothing we could do of course every other place is booked so you know i'm so sorry but there's literally nothing we can do so and tion is like no there has to be something you can do because my boyfriend is coming and he's not gonna let me stay in the room with another man whatever whatever and the manager (laughs) she told her if he not here by now he not gonna make it like the weather is that bad so you know he's just not gonna make it so as the manager leaves they have more work and he's being like he's oh my god i would have left too so it's just like after a few more orders she started packing up her shit 
and she's leaving out the door and he feels bad about it and follows behind her because he caused her to cry so he gets down to the lobby and he's trying to take her back from her to tell her to come back up to the room and she's fighting against him and he's like you know how people grit their teeth like you know you can't go no goddamn word now give me this motherfucking bag and come back up to this room and she realized she has no other options so she does that and so he like basically i'm already in the bedroom so i got the bedroom but you can have out here and i'm sorry i don't know if it's a selfish part of me or what but she's like you're not gonna offer me the bedroom like no like fuck you talking about i was here first i'm taking the bed you can have this room like we have to share the room but you don't automatically get the bed just because you're a woman like girl fuck out of here uh so anyway they they stay clear of each other until like the next morning she's putting up christmas decorations like they don't know each other so the fact that he gets so unbelievably angry to her anyway it's like as a reader you know his story but you know this woman don't know you she don't know the first thing about you so you walking over to the tree that she had put up and the decorations like what are you doing put that away i don't want to see that like who the fuck are you and he actually like snatches her tree snatches her ornaments and you know once again upsets her and has to go after her it's just like man what the fuck is happening so he apologizes and you know they're slowly starting to like call the troops it's like we ain't got nothing else to do there's nothing else we can do so just let that be that so she offers him food they sit down to eat together and she's still checking her phone and he just blatantly like that nigga ain't checked up on you yet and she's like what it's like girl you there's no room for you to act offended or if he's being rude it's like you keep talking about this boyfriend how great he is all these excuses that you're making but he like i i see you constantly checking that phone he ain't he ain't checked up on you yet she's like mind your business he's like i'm just saying he ain't called you yet ain't apologize nothing and so she reveals a little bit about her relationship and he just like "Mm." couldn't so basically you ain't got no man you just got somebody holding on to you and once again she has to realize like everybody is telling her this and she's just putting it off as he lost his job but you know we're gonna make it work i've been working a lot and bryce like yeah sure so she gets up to leave because she's like you know i'm gonna go get a massage just to get away from him and get out of the hotel room but this man is right behind her to get that same massage so they get a massage together and there's this growing attraction between the two so she uh she falls asleep and it's like an hour after the massage is over somebody finally knocks on the door like i'm so sorry to interrupt but we don't need this room so y'all like pack this shit up so he takes her over to the jacuzzi and tells the hotel basically like 
I don't want to be disturbed for an hour. And because they already like messed up their hotel room and because he's an asshole, that same manager is like, yeah, sure, you know, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not finna fight with you. I got other shit to worry about, sure. Um, And so they're in the the jacuzzi naked because you know they had to be naked for the massages and to go from there to the jacuzzi they don't have proper like swimwear or whatever anyway so it's getting hot and heavy honey so they have sex was it in the jacuzzi i'm drawing a blank on that but it was either in the jacuzzi or when they got back to their room they have sex and she ain't thinking about stephan he ain't thinking about his wife. Oh, that was another thing I forgot. Like, as they were talking and having a conversation, it was real hard for him to tell the story about his wife or say anything about his wife and his child. But um, they finally have that conversation. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I understand now why you feel this way about Christmas. He's like, you know, don't worry about it. Um, so after... They have sex, you know, they sleeping in the bed together now. It's just like they really moved into like couple vibes. And she gets a call from that same cousin who's been bothering her the whole book. Um and she wanted to know like how it's going. And she has to tell her, you know, Stefan isn't here. I'm staying in this room with a stranger. And the cousin is encouraging it, like, yes, honey, finally get you something else fuck your son the fact that she keep calling that man her son makes me cackle (laughs) but uh you know they're they're having fun together they go out do activities uh i think it was the following day yeah it was the following day where he finds her out in the living room with her phone in her hand and she's crying and come to find out the ain't shit boyfriend got engaged he's engaged and has a baby so that's why he ain't been answering you know nothing like that and he's like oh fuck no we not doing this we not crying over broke niggas like we not crying over no good fuck that nigga and you know basically they're getting wrapped up in each other and she sent Stefan a photo of you know, like the picture of whatever him with his fiance and just said congratulations and blocked him and they had no more thoughts about it. So because they're having such a good time together, um what is it? It's like the morning of Christmas or the day after Christmas. They decide to stay for the rest of the week. It's like we want to spend New Year's together. Like we don't want this thing to end. So Tion puts on clothes to go down to the front desk to talk to you know to schedule their room for longer and so he sees that his wallet is still like on the counter or something like that so he goes to put his clothes on because he's like if she thinking she paying for this shit she got nothing coming so anyway when he makes it down to the lobby he sees tion kissing somebody and it's like oh this must be the boyfriend and would she really play me like that so he feeling the type of way and he goes back up to the room, packs up all his shit, and leaves. So, of course, in the lobby, it's Stefan. He done showed up trying to explain himself. Like, you know, you ain't answering my calls. And I'm just trying to explain what it is. So, she 
cuss him out, had his whole big speech, and then turns around to go back up to the room. But of course, when she gets there, there's no Bryce. None of his things are there. And she finds the note eventually because he didn't just leave it where she could see it. She literally had to walk through the whole room. And his note says, Hope, you and old boy can figure things out. And so uh, she feels like, because they've been having such a good time. They didn't think to exchange numbers and they was about to spend like four or five more days together. So it's like, no, I didn't think to grab his number, but she looks him up online and finds his law firm's number, but it's just like, it was to leave a message. So she's very upset about it. And she talks to her cousin and her cousin was like, okay, cool. This is what we're going to do. You know, when you get back to town, we're going to find him and you know, you're going to get your man back and we're going to do it like that. So she has a plan. So when it's time for her to leave, Mr. His name was Mr. Robert, the same man who drove her there is picking her up. And so she's explaining what happened to him. And Mr. Robert just listened to the story and he pulls up to a, a, a house and it's like, you know, honey, I need something for my son, but my back. Do you think you could go up there and get it? And the fact that she did it is baffling to me. Because I'd have been like, Mr. Roberts, you real nice. We've been having a cool conversation. But hell no. Like, sir, what makes you... Th- First of all, like I said, we've had conversations. But I don't know you like that. There's no way I'm going up there. I don't know your son. Hell no. This could be a setup. No. But she does it. And lo and behold, uh, Mr. Roberts' son is Bryce. And so he like how the fuck you find out where I live? And she's stunned to see him because she's like, Mr. Roberts is Bryce's daddy or whatever. And so he's looking at the car like, how do you know my daddy? And what are you doing here? Because she's still stuck. She ain't saying nothing. But then the daddy pulled off. So, and all her shit is in the back of his car. So he pulls her in and she tries to explain and ask him like why did you leave me and he says some fucked up shit like you did with me what your ex did to you so it's like basically you was fucking around with me while you still had your ex so and it was fucked up so she got up to leave even though she didn't have anything to say with her but then he pulls her back like you know my bad i didn't really mean that but you know i stayed Cause she asked him like how long did you stay like what did you see and he was like i saw enough but i saw his lips on you and i didn't see you pulling away it's just like you know i was shocked and ran down the whole thing whatever whatever and so it's like i like you i want to explore this with you i want to be with you you know i sucked that nigga on his way fuck him and he's finally to the point where he can move on from his wife and son it's like of course never forgetting them but it's time to move on and so we're at the epilogue where it's 10 months later and he's showing up to their gravesite, the wife and the son and he's telling them you know it's been so hard for me to come here i miss y'all so much and this is what's going on with my life and you know i'm gonna always remember y'all and then we hear snow crunching like somebody walking up and it's Tion and she's pregnant 
And she tells him, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to make sure he visits y'all every day because she's been a real support system for him. And it's like, I, I never want you to forget your family. But, you know, now we are also a family. So that's their happily ever after. And it was a great read. I really like this. I believe I read one other book by, I want to say it's Thailand or Thailand because it's T apostrophe L-Y-N. So I'm going to go with Thailand. And um, I might have to reread that story because I read it, but I don't remember anything about the book. But I've read her work before, but I do want to give you kudos for this book. This was a great book. I really enjoyed this story. So please go pick it up. Bryce and Tion, A Crescent Falls Christmas. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.